Welcome to Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. We're so excited that you're joining us for this, our first season. When we first started this podcast, we started under a different name, Word Fueled Hearts. So you'll notice as you travel through this first season that that is the title we introduce with. But don't worry, we're still the same two sisters drinking our cups of tea and enjoying God's word together. We hope you really enjoy it and we look forward to traveling through Habakkuk with you. And welcome to Wordfield Hearts. We're so excited that you can join us today. This podcast episode has been sponsored by tenofthose.com, an online retailer of the best Christian books at discounted prices. Why not check them out at tenofthose.com after the episode? Hello and welcome to Wordfield Hearts. Hi Sarah. Nice to Hello, see you. Cup of tea in hand, ready for action. Well, yes, ready for action. Uh, let's admit right now that um, podcasting novices that we are, we have just <laughs> tried to do this and we forgot to press record. So I've got my second biscuit in hand and my second <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> very good, very good. What biscuit have you got? And tell me about the biscuit um, problems over in America. Biscuit so, problems, well, yeah. Confusions confusions maybe confusions well over in america biscuits are something that you have with gravy they're a little bit like scones or dumplings you might have them with a kind of stew kind of thing i think to be honest i haven't really eaten one over here so i'm not sure but what we're talking about is a biscuit that's a bit more like a cookie that goes very well with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or whatever cup of whatever you've got and we love a good biscuit and to be honest because of that confusion over the biscuit thing my choice is a little bit limited and but my husband discussed discovered um a tin of kind of what he had in childhood a kind of kind of buttery shortbready kind of thing which you know it's not a hobnob but it's it's pretty good so it, it does the job what what it what have you got in your hand is, your, is a hobnob the, like the one for you i would say a milk chocolate covered hobnob is mm. is probably up there with the caramel in between as well oh that's a digestive i think you're talking about mm. no? who is it oh maybe yeah um i've got one of our Christmas biscuits that we baked last week. So this is a recipe that our mum used with us through our childhood. And we still, I think we all still do it. We do, we do. Let, let us be clear that Sarah's are usually the most beautiful because she has the patience and the artistic skill to um, really do it, do some work. My brother and I used to kind of rush through to the eating a bit more quickly. Whereas I see that you, actually yours is lacking decoration. Yeah. There's no decoration. I didn't want to make you feel too bad. And also... Um, <laughs> Yeah, my kids decorated them this year. I did decorate one, but they want to give it to me for my meal tonight, so I'm not allowed to eat it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plain house-shaped biscuit, but it's very tasty, and it's reminding me of, reminding me of like you know family times. It's nice. Yeah. Okay, so while uh, I finish my um, biscuit. Tell us what we're doing and why we are recording ourselves chatting. Mm, I know, not just for the sake of talking about biscuits, but actually you and I both love to get the Bible open with each other and with other people. I think we've been doing that for a number of years in various different formats because we really believe that God does work through his word by his spirit. And so every time we get the Bible open or talking about the Bible or speaking of his words, then God is powerfully at work. And so what better thing than to get the Bible open and to talk about it and even better with a cup of tea 
in hand. And so we were thinking about doing that together. And then I think we just kind of thought, well, maybe others might benefit from listening in and not just listening into kind of what we're saying, but also just actually thinking, well, maybe I can do this with, with people, with whoever is around me and, and the value of that. Does that sound about right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess our prayer, isn't it? That people are just open. Like, so we've chosen to do Habakkuk as our first book in this first series. And um, I guess our pre- like one of our big prayers is that people would just think, oh, shall I go and open Habakkuk with someone else? Or Habakkuk, let's be clear. Habakkuk in America or Habakkuk in the UK. Yeah. Um, and actually what opening Habakkuk or Habakkuk means um, is very up for grabs, isn't it? Because in these COVID times, I cannot walk and read at the same time and that's walking is my mm. only way of seeing people yeah, yeah outside at the moment so opening Habakkuk oh I nearly said it I nearly said it American <laughs> opening Habakkuk will look very different for me but I still want to be doing that with my friends and with people from my church family um so creative bible chat sitting and chatting with you right now with it in front of me but I still want to be doing it in different ways I went about yeah I'm just so why Habakkuk why have we chosen Habakkuk um we came up with a list and you said let's do Habakkuk. <laughs> well I, yeah I I and part, so part of that is Habakkuk is actually really short I timed myself reading it recently actually and it took five minutes that was quite a quick read I think if you slowed down and read it kind of a bit more leisurely it would only be about 10-12 minutes it's not long is it so we really like getting into a whole book don't we I think that is a really fantastic thing to really let a whole book speak and so have a good yeah, it's, a really power, it's a really powerful thing isn't it I think it's a really important thing that you get into the whole context of a book you kind of start breathing and living and mm. kind of thinking in the way that the author does and that really impacts the way you then apply God's word to your situation as yeah. well um and I think we were thinking why not why not have a wrestle why not go for something that um generally we find quite hard but mm-hmm. it's really helpful to do together so old testament prophecy I mean that's it's a whole world away, isn't it? It's written, I don't know how many hundred. <laughs> <laughs> context listed. Go on, give us some, give us some insight. <laughs> well, let's should we just like work out where Habakkuk is in the Bible first of all, because he is hard to find. I still kind of flick around in the pages trying to find him. Like, I'm so thankful for the contents page because yeah. <laughs> Habakkuk would be lost to me otherwise. And he's between Nahum and. Zephaniah but the contents page is your friend so he's in in amongst the minor prophets so he is a prophet this is we're talking prophecy which means that they're speaking Habakkuk is speaking in his time but he's also speaking of things that are to come Mm -hmm. and actually Habakkuk we don't really know a huge amount about him unlike in other prophecy prophecy books or prophets often we get a little biography but Habakkuk just goes straight in he says the oracle that Habakkuk the prophet saw, and then he just goes straight in to speaking that oracle. It's kind of like the weighty word is, is kind of more important than anything we can know about Habakkuk himself. So we just get straight into talking about what God has said. But we do, by about chapter two, we do begin to hear about the Chaldeans or the Babylonians in some translations. And that just places him probably just before the Babylonians invaded and actually brought about the great exile that happened in, in, in history at that point. So he is probably then under the last king of the southern kingdom. So he's in Jerusalem. He's a temple man. He talks about a few things through the book that make us think he's kind of involved in the temple. And therefore, he's probably sitting under the last king before the Babylonians sweep in 
and basically destroy the last of, of that southern kingdom. I mean, that sounds like you've done quite a lot of research to get to that point. Uh, <laughs> tell, us, tell us how you how you know that. Yeah, I definitely don't know that off the top of my head. I have read some Old Testament prophecy before, so I kind of have my bearings a little bit in that sense. But also I found a study Bible really helpful, just gives you a bit of information, a bit of commentary. And so do t- I need a study Bible? You definitely don't need a study Bible. But sometimes it's just quite I've helpful. Just got, I've just got the NIV. Yeah, and actually, we didn't talk about this because I've got the ES. Different <laughs> <laughs> translation. So, different great, translations. That's probably quite helpful. It means like you know, and different tra- translations doesn't mean it's saying different things. It's just different ways of different phrases might come yeah. up. Yeah, um, yeah, ways exactly. of saying the same thing. Um, okay, and it's Old Testament prophecy, which as a genre is 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 really interesting, isn't it? Because it's very poetic. Mm. It's there's lament here, there's poetry, there's big emotive language that really kind of, um, as you read it and as you read it slowly, you start to see the richness of the imagery. You start to really get into how Habakkuk is feeling, yeah. how people are feeling um, and how God's feeling. Like what, you know, what is God's response to mm. what's going on? And that's the interesting kind of um, literary uh you know about more of this than me (laughs) literary device were you thinking or this is the word that's a good phrase (laughs) a literary device here is that um it's phrased in a kind of Habakkuk has a complaint and then God's answers Habakkuk comes back with an answer and then God answers again and then you get this extraordinary prayer of and song of praise and kind Mm -hmm. of um yeah just heartfelt response from Habakkuk at the end so yeah. it's an kind of end between God and Habakkuk, which is extraordinary because you're not actually getting it addressed to the people at this point. Um, it is this very raw and intimate um, kind of communication between Habakkuk and his God. And for me, that's extraordinary to see that. Isn't that just one of the most striking things about the book? I think that really is... Habakkuk is so honest in what he's saying to God. He's not saying, oh, Lord, it's amazing. It's all wonderful. Praise be to you. He's actually saying, Lord, I've got some real problems. What I'm seeing around me is not good. And, and what are you doing about it? Yes, really... he's got big, big questions yeah. about him. And that's just so comforting, isn't it? I think as we get to the end of 2020 and if we start 21, we've all got massive questions, haven't we? We've like, mm the kinds of things that he's asking are so poignant for what our experience, our lived experience now is. And I think that's just really helpful as we start this year in that frame. So tell us, Fissy, what is your highlight verse? If you've got one so far, or maybe you haven't got one yet, but like (laughs) what's what's a favourite verse so far from Habakkuk? Yeah, I'm not sure I have a favourite verse yet, but I do have a kind of the, the kind of the nub behind the whole book in that, I love that what we've just been saying, that he is speaking directly to God. He's honest, he's frank, he's not holding back. I love that he's speaking to God and not to others. I just think that's a real believer's response. It's kind of inspiring. But then I also love if you in two verse one, kind of the other half of that, he says, he's asked his question, God's um, answered. He's then asked another question and he says, I will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. And he's, he's kind of saying, do you know what? I've got these questions, but I also, I know that you're going to answer and mm-hmm. I'm going to wait for that answer. I just love his certainty 
that God is going to answer. It's not a kind of, oh, just wait and see if he answers. There's no ifs. It's just a certainty. He knows his God and he knows that God's going to answer. I mean, it almost sounds a bit kind of brazen, doesn't it? But I think what it is is actually just a genuine trust and belief that God is a God who has answers to these questions and that he speaks to his people. Even when the circumstances beg to differ, I think that's, mm. that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Um, I would say, yeah, just the chapter one, verse two, that first phrase, how long, O oh Lord, must I call for help? And that just the, for me, that the, the raw honesty in which Habakkuk comes to his God um, and feels that he can express his his disappointment, his grief, his lament over what he what he sees around him, mm. and that just sets the whole tone of the book. This isn't this isn't kind of um, <laughs> I'm so bad at explaining what I mean. <laughs> uh, this like this isn't just kind of propositions. Mm. Uh, this isn't just a series of kind of um, statements. Uh, this isn't even a story. It's it's a heartfelt prayer. It's yeah. like a, we've got this beautiful glimpse into Habakkuk's prayer journal, if you like. Mm. Um, he's really, really asking those big questions, and he he knows that he can. He know you know in the same vein as you what you were saying. He's got confidence in God that yeah. no question is too big, yeah. um, no question is too daunting, and he's 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 feeling the pain of what's going on around him, yeah. um, and that just sets the tone for the whole book but I think it sets the tone for my heart as I come to this book as well because it challenges challenges me within that first verse of like wow do I pray like this Mm, I think that is yeah so challenging just and even just a a call to pray like (laughs) like speak to God then the posture of the heart as we speak to God yeah, is my post- is the posture of my heart in this same vein? And we're going to get onto that next time, aren't we? But just, I think for me, that's really, yeah, it's really striking. It's really, really encouraging and challenging. And it makes me really excited to hear the rest of Habakkuk. Yeah, Wars. and that is what we're going to get into, isn't it? So do join us as we dig in. We're going to um, consider what Habakkuk's questions are, what God's response is, where it leaves him and us and like do if you're gonna do join us and why not give Habakkuk a read yes that's really helpful isn't it to read it beforehand is a really good thing to do but also don't worry if you don't and because often I listen to podcasts when I'm on the school run or when I'm on a run or uh, just when I'm doing some washing up or whatever like this is to listen to whenever you want but you'll get the most out of it if you have read a Habakkuk before you then listen yeah um yeah. as as with anything in the bible isn't it um, and you'll get the most out of it well we always get most out of it when we talk about it with other people yeah. and yeah. so we encourage you if you're listening along why not um do that with someone else as well shall um, we pray as we wrap up yes <laughs> why don't you close us in prayer all right father god we praise you so much for your word thank you for the book of habakkuk thank you for his heartfelt honesty before you thank you that we can open up this book and hear his heart and hear your answer and we pray for our time in habakkuk as we go through please would you be at work in our hearts for your glory and we pray all this in your name amen Amen. did you finish your cup of tea 
Um, it's a bit cold, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm, I've got one bite left of my biscuit. Ah, yeah, I've, I haven't, yeah, same, haven't quite got there. It's too much to say, too much chat. <laughs> need a biscuit in a minute, although you didn't sound that excited about your biscuit. I know, I might go and check out the cupboard and see what we've got in an alternative way. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, bye-bye.